You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Judy Gold, I am the host, the only host on this show. There, sometimes we get feedback from someone else named Lauren Hennessy. Sorry, I'm sorry. That was yeah, that was. I don't know what that is. So Jared is at the boards, and can you just try to cut whatever that is out? Dot com. Anyway, uh, today's kill me now. Dante, what are you doing? I was getting into the... Uh, Internet? Yeah. Okay, but you're going to be talking to me. I know. But Put I'm, your phone away, Dante. Right. Be a Dante, gentleman. I just screamed at someone last right. night on stage. Yes. You always scream at some That's shit. Shut up. No, right. but I'm st- I'm doing a gig. Yeah. Uh, we're here with Dante Nero. Yeah. Dante, what's the... You know, where can people find you? At Dante Nero, DanteNero.com. On Twitter, at Dante Nero. That is That's so Dante original. N-E-R-O. Yeah. It is, because who else yeah, has Dante that name? Yeah, Dante Nero. Yeah. Nobody else has that name. Now, Dante, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank I, you for I, having me. I love you. I love I, you. I love I loved you. you forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. A lot of feedback today, Jared. A lot of feedback. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, this, as you know, is Kill Me Now, and we talk about things that really piss you off. Yes. And um, But I also talk about you. Okay. Um, and then sometimes Lauren Hennessy uh, will... Make a noise, okay. but you know Lauren, correct? I do know Lauren. I love Lauren. How long? Not as you didn't say I love Lauren. You said I love Lauren. Nah, it's but cool. We bros. We bros. You don't need me he, like that. You said I that's love my, Judy Gold. That's my dude. That's Whatever. Yeah. Listen, Dante. Yeah. Thank you. Th- I. All right. First of all, I just want to start with a kill me now moment that I had, and then yeah. we're going to talk to you about. Okay. Um, did, did anything happen to you on the way here that pissed you off? Uh, no, I'm pretty. You know, I'm I'm pretty cool. I, I'm 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 a pretty easy driver. So you don't um, get really pissed off. Yesterday like, I did. I did. At what? Uh, somebody told me, took my parking space. Like I I live like on a residential block, mm-hmm. and so the, the parking space. Uh, my neighborhood is becoming really gentrified. Ugh. And yeah. uh, there's like a train, so people park in my neighborhood, and then they get jump. on the train. Yes. And so there's no parking spaces. Oh no, on that block. you're gonna have to get permits, baby. Yeah, we're gonna wait. We're where are on you? I'm right on. I'm in Crown Heights on St. Charles Place. Ugh, and they're all yeah. taking your spots. What kind of cars? Uh, everything, anything you can possibly imagine. So, here's what happened to me. I'm at the beach in Nantucket because I did a gig in Nantucket, mm. and that place is so white. Right. You know what I mean? Like, That's annoying. <laughs> it sounds. And now it's beyond Nantucket. white. Everyone. Wears every guy wears that like checkered Italian um, yeah. tablecloth yeah, shirt. The table, the you know what picnic, I mean? The picnic, picnic tab- thing. Yeah, and khakis. Yeah, um, topsiders. Right. So we're shoes. sitting at the at the beach. Elisa, my partner, and I. And uh, 
So we're sitting at the beach, and I love the beach. I mean, yeah. like, I could stay in the water. I love the water. Are you a swimmer water? I, I like water, but I, I don't like the beach. I don't like the sand. I like a pool. Okay. Annoying. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we're sitting there, and I notice there's a lot of kids, and they're quiet. I right. go, Elisa, these kids are really well behaved. Mm. You know, because I'm from New Jersey. I went right. to the beach in New Jersey. <laughs> I've asked in Provincetown. It's all fucking noise, yeah. right? So then all of a sudden... This mother, uh, the fa- a father's playing ball, and then they yell, Carson, Harrison, Charlotte, we're leaving. <laughs> right? Pack your things up. We're leaving the beach. We're leaving. And, right. And Come so, in, Buffy. And first of all, I'm like, Carson, Harrison, and Charlotte. I uh, said, okay, fine. And all of a sudden, the kids gather their stuff. Right. And they're ready to leave, and they stand and wait for their parents. Right. They, they said, Okay. Okay. And they got okay. Up and that is not normal. No. When your parents say, we're leaving, you go, no, I want to fucking stay here. What the fuck? I'm having the best time. You ruin everything. No, they said, okay, okay. and waited for their fucking parents. Because their parents beat them. Well, it's the No, other, they have no feeling. They're waiting for the trust fund. That's what it is. Mm, it's on the yeah. amount of money there is the, like billionaire, billionaire, yes. like billionaire. Someone told me that. They had a, a, a pilot or someone who worked for the airlines at their um, said that at N- Nantucket has the most private jets and planes than any other airport in wow. the entire United Lear States jets of and stuff. Yeah, that's almost like uh, black preachers. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh, baby. Bentley, Bentleys and Lear yeah, jets. I know, I yeah. know. But anyway, so that kind of pissed me off. And then today, I you know, my mother just passed away a few no, weeks I didn't ago. Know. I'm yes, sorry to thank hear you. That. And so I've been. You can ask Lauren, who's not here, only in spirit, that I have been, I went to the wrong building today. Like, I'm really out of it. You know what I mean? It's It's just like, I haven't taken the time for myself since to just go, okay, this happened and this is my new life. I've just been working and You need to schedule time for yourself like it's your job. Like I try just, to. I know, and I don't. So now, did you take care of all the all the arrangements and everything? You did everything. No, my well, my brother <clears throat> and sister did stuff. I took care of all of the, uh, like the, getting the canter. You mm. know, I did all setting up shiva. Mm. Um, this is so Jewy, isn't it? Yeah, I, well, I, I took mean, care of all it. the emotional, and then also, you know, the f- just the few. I didn't call the funeral home. I mean, it was all done. We're Jews. My mother had it all done. It was already done. My brother just had to make a phone call. But yes, I called um, I, yes, I called them to take the body and to make the time. Yes, I did everything. And I don't think it's hit me. But, you know, she was 92. Now everyone, like, uh, you know, I do a bit on stage uh, about my mother's funeral because my fucking cousin didn't eat enough and passed out in the middle of my eulogy. Anyway, (laughs) right after I got a laugh. Anyway, so. Selfish. I know. (laughs) And so, um, you know, I just, I haven't dealt with this. Well, you know, you know, it's that whole the but, whole process and, is is for everybody else, right? And you don't. My, my father passed away about three years ago. Yeah, and it just uh, and he was a guy who did like he did youth work, right? right. So he died. He was. Uh, what happened to you then? Good yeah, night, folks. Uh, Good night. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. Um. He he did youth work, and so like when you're 92, most of your friends are dead, right? Yeah. But he did youth work throughout his whole oh. life. So he had all these young... Your father was 92? Yeah. My mother was 92. Yeah. Oh, my God. But how about how people say to you, 
oh, how old was he? And you go, 92. And they go, well, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Wow, what did you expect? Yeah. You always, yeah. you know, you That's... always think, you know, your biggest fear is that your parents are going to die from the minute you're born. It's like, right. what? The, it doesn't matter how old. They, Joan Rivers said that to me. She yeah. said, it doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter. When it hits you, it hits you. Yeah, it doesn't matter how you are. It doesn't matter if they're cognitively there and or not. It's yeah. you know, it's an absence. All right. Anyway, so um, I find you very fascinating on many levels. Now Thank I've you. known you for where did we meet? Uh, At a club, probably at stand up. Yeah, stand up New York. Yeah. And I have always adored you. Do you remember how we met? I think you were sitting at the. No, yeah, you I were was, sitting, I was sitting at, the, at bar. the bar. You came in. I was a fan before. Like I was. I'm sorry. Can we get that again? I, I was a fan. Okay. I was a fan. I was a fan. All okay, uh, got it. I think we got, got it. In. We got it. I'll clip um, that out. Yeah. Play, play it for you when <laughs> you're stressed. I was a fan before I started doing comedy. I was a big like when I grew. Up, I was the kind of kid that's watched Carson. Yeah, I know. And you, I know. I read that about you. I was you. a maniac like that. I used to sneak home and. and Look at my my father's Red Fox records. Right. Oh, Mom's I loved Mabel, Red Fox. Mom's Maybe. Mom's Maybe. Oh my gosh, my fave. Awesome. My fa- awesome. First of all, there's no re- realer human being no. that ever went on stage. No, and she was really a lot con- more controversial than people. Oh, I know. She was deep. I know. But um, so I was always a fan. Like I knew, like I knew names. At I was like in elementary school. I knew like Gary Mule Deer. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like really obscure. Um, God, I can't remember the dude oh, with the cra- who was the dude with the crazy eyes. I think he passed away. Oh yeah, um, uh, Dennis, uh, Dennis. Um, oh, I opened for him. Yeah, Dennis uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Had, no. Yeah, the red hair. Yes, yes. Dude, Dennis Wolfberg. Yes, he Dennis was the Wolf- nicest guy. He died oh, of God. melanoma. Fucking nicest God. guy. So God. funny. Yeah. But I was like a little black kid. I'm. Right. I know these guys. Right. Like, I knew everybody that rolled their sleeves up. You know that they're yeah. jacking. And so I always wanted to do comedy. And then I was. I um. I was a male stripper for right, 11 years, I right? So I was a male stripper for 11 years. And then um, I started, right around the Def Jam era, I started promoting shows. So it's because I was oh, so nice. interested in comedy. And I and I worked at like an uptown comedy club and stuff right, like right, that. Right. And so I knew Tracy Morgan and Mike Epps and right. uh, Jim Brewer because he yeah. worked on that show. And, and I used to book those guys to open up for strip shows. Right. And, and that's how I got oh, into... Cool. That's how I got into. I was like, I was so into comedy. Um, but but I would, how would I do at a strip show? Oh, uh, uh, fucking stripping! No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what do you mean? No, like, like if I was opening. Oh, you do great. I you'd was. Be great, great. You, gotta, you gotta be an in your face kind of comedy. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, I don't know if you know that, but you're an in the face. I in am. Your, yeah. No, we need to make this happen. I know. Now. We were hanging out with Louie last night, and he's like, "That's right, you do yell at everyone." <laughs> I mean, there was a guy last night. I'm like, he's in the front row. I said, I started, I just started the premise of something I was going to talk about. Right. And he looks at his phone and I go, what the, what the fuck? Like, you cannot sit here and listen <laughs> for 15 minutes. Like, cause you maybe don't like the topic. You have right, to go right. fucking tell. Like I ripped him. He put his phone away and never, he was like afraid to look at it. But it's <laughs> ridiculous. You heard about yeah. uh, Patty Lapone. No, what happened? She was in the middle of a show. Someone's like texting and text the oh, whole time. God, yes. And they had they go out in the audience and do something. And she grabbed the woman's phone. There was another play. She grabbed the fucking phone. Yeah. And then there was another play where I'm not kidding. A guy in the audience, Broadway, got up 
on stage during the play and tried to plug his phone in an outlet that was on the I set. I heard about this. What I the did, fuck yeah. is wrong with it's people? Crazy. What happened? It's crazy. What happened? This is it fucking kills me now. I can't. Like the fact that we talk to our president, mm-hmm. is, our, is our, the, the way they speak about him, yeah, the way they you you lie. That first of all, George Bush stood there and fucking lie. No one, it, it's what the fuck. It's, the, it's I can't. All right. Yeah, anyway, I'll just go crazy. So you were born and bred in Brooklyn. Well, I want to say something. Yeah. That. What's What's interesting about all of that and and this this pre it's because people are really useless. And they don't have lives, and so they leave, right, they live right. this pseudo life That's through true. Facebook and and so on and so forth. Yeah, Facebook gives a platform to people. Sure, it's and, and it's like I I don't give a shit what you're fucking doing. Like I don't care. You know, I was thinking the other day. I don't give a fuck. Right. Okay. Right. These long emails about I mean <laughs> Facebook posts about how do you have the time? Uh, did you hear that little burpee thing? Yeah, yeah. How did you have the time? It was just nothing. It was just like a thing in my throat. How do you have the time to sit there? Because you don't have a life. Here's here's what's in- interesting. Volunteer! As, as a comic, you don't have the time, and you're forced to post. Right! Oh, I don't want to do amen. it at all. Amen! <laughs> I am so resentful uh-huh. about, you know, this whole thing... Um, you know, now you get booked in clubs based, based on, on how followers. many followers yeah, you have. Now, sure. the uh, only person I remember ever having followers as a kid was Jim Jones. Okay, that was it. Mm. Jim fucking Jones. He had Jones. a lot of followers. Yeah, he yes, had a follow, and they're all dead. Okay? Yeah. I, I just, and Dan Cook. Dan Cook had a lot of followers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making a comparison. Yeah. I'm just saying. But, um, but I, I j- that's how you get booked now. Not yeah. on the quality. Yeah. Like... Like Broadway, it's an, there's so many amazing trained actors, you know, actors, yeah. dancers, sing, you know, musical theater, and yet it's like well, here's some a, fucking. Here's, ah! here's a an amazing. Get cast this and is an amazing kind of observation. I, there's a radio guy by the name of Charlemagne. They call him. He's on uh, Hot 97. Radio. I know Charlemagne. And Charlemagne grew up uh-huh. as a radio guy. He was Wendy Williams's yeah right like sidekick for years, and he right. kind of came into his own. Worked through the radio. Worked right, his right, way right. up in radio, and then. Uh, he always wanted to be on Arsenio. Like, that was his dream, to be mm-hmm. on Arsenio. Mm. So he gets on Arsenio, right? And there's a f- there's this little fat kid named right. Tyrio who dances. He dances, right. and they go, kill him. Kill him. It's just his cousin shooting him. He can't dance at all. He's fat, and he's just really serious. Right. It's his kill him, kill him, uh, kill him. And, <laughs> and this, he went viral. The day that Charlemagne made it on Arsenio, when I, when they brought Arsenio back, he's on there and he goes on after Tyrio. No mm. fucking yes. way. And we're like, is this really what it is? I have friends of mine. Uh, there's a there's a viral video where this guy, it, this guy just walks around and he goes, uh, uh, he, big black guy, he's muscular. He goes, I'm here to fuck somebody's wife, long dick style, and. <laughs> That's and he just goes that's to random. That's the thing. Now the guys who did it are these guys out of Philly, who they're artists and musicians, and they're they they do graphic design and all kinds of stuff. And they did this one sketch, the long dick style, as as a joke. It goes viral. Now they're pissed at their fame 
because they're famous for From long that. dick, long dick yeah. style, and all the art work that they did classes, it, it means nothing. Mm. Here's the thing: I, there's a reason they use the word viral because it's shit. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what I mean? Virus, viral. It's ridiculous, and it, it's unbelievable that people actually had to work. Yeah. For fame, you know, before, but I, I resent like, oh, I, I haven't been on Twitter. I gotta yeah. be on Twitter. <laughs> I gotta. It's. I, just I, I wanna, call. I I'm be always funny. calling Lauren, and I'm like, can you just do? I can't do it. I can't do yeah. it. I can't do it. And Lauren has to do it for me, even though and I don't you blame just, you. You, 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 you grow it. up, especially when you're watching Moms Mabley and Pryor, yeah. and you're going, let me just be funny, but and what people about, will yeah. love me because I'm funny. But and I'm also, like, we didn't. Ha- when I started, there was no internet. How many times right. have I discussed this? On this oh. podcast, but there was no internet, right. and there was, you know, we had to write and we had to get on. And like, sure. you, you get stoned and go to the record store and no, pick out that's a- a not part what I was talking about, Lauren. That's another thing. Now, when I am discussing something <laughs> organically, <laughs> can, you, can you turn off Lauren's mic, please? Gasmically. Anyway, so no, but the thing is, is that y- when you auditioned. Mm-hmm. I think you remember that time that when when you yeah, yeah. had an audition, they still do it. No, they would. You didn't go on tape. You didn't, mm. you know, finesse. Get up on you, stage. The person showed up. Yeah. And it didn't matter whatever you were on the lineup. You right. couldn't complain right. if someone like you know took a shit in the audience. You still had to right. go on. It sure. didn't matter. Right. That was it. That was your one chance. And you never knew when you were going to be on stage and someone would walk in. They don't go in sure. anymore. Sure. No one goes in. They just watch Netflix or this or edited sure. crap. And sure. it's it's fucking sad. Well, okay. I, have a, I have a theory about YouTube, viral YouTube videos. It's, it's because I, I think what goes viral is, first of all, what goes viral is usually something that has low production value. Mm-hmm. Right. right? So I I believe it's a it's it's plagiarism. It's an opportunity to to plagiarize because right. I call you up and I go, oh, I saw this video. It's really funny, and I send it to you. Right. You laugh at it, and then I get the credit for it because right. you don't know you don't know who produced the right, video right, or not. Right. So it's so, and then you send it to somebody because you think it's funny, and then you get the credit for right. it. But you did nothing. All you did right. was come across the video, and so it's an opportunity for people to claim the talent of other people even if you want to call it talent and and if it has too much of a production value mm-hmm. then it it attaches itself to the creator right 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 so if it's grainy and it's kind right, of right, that's right. what goes viral is some grainy right piece 12 of, second right. piece that you can steal it because you're not interested and then enough you to can do headline a comedy club exactly <laughs> i mean headline, headline. Com- now don't get on letterman i know that's happened too it's unfucking believable. Do you okay. think it's going to swing back though? Do you think it, it, everything changes? Right, I cannot imagine that we will continue at this pace looking at our fucking phones. Yeah. You know, just constantly Oh, I got to get this on. T- no one lives their life anymore. Yeah. Like I, I it's like everyone is always, "Oh, I see this. I have to take a video of it." Right. Instead of just seeing it. And, exp- and having it in your fucking memory. I that's it. I didn't punch that guy in the mouth when he took my my uh, spot. spot because I didn't want to get videotaped. Right. Mm. It's ridiculous. You can't do anything. You can't, you can't punch a guy in the mouth you anymore. You can't even, like, what about to? when you could call someone? You can't do prank <laughs> calls. You can't, no more prank no, calls. you can't do that. You can't, like, call, you know, say, oh, my God, I, I, I you called can still you. Do prank I'm calls. in the, f- Stop. <laughs> 
You cannot do prank calls without them, no, unless they you do the star, yeah. whatever. But I'm and just even saying. Then they can still. I, yeah. I prank call you all the time. No, you don't. You've never known. Shut up. I can't. <laughs> I. You cannot like call someone and say. Uh, oh my God! It was busy. I'm really sorry. Or they, they, if they want to get you, they can. You, get you can you. always be found. It's fucking ridiculous. And yet they can't find two prisoners who escape from right, a fucking. Exactly. exactly. I mean, I don't get that. They don't, don't have smartphones. You, you know that joke that uh, Natterman does? He goes, uh, "I got somebody uh, call me. They call me on my cell phone, and then uh, they email me, and then they call me on my home phone. My home, home phone." Uh, don't you get it? I'm I'm jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's fun. Rosie once got mad at me because we were texting and then she called me and I didn't answer. And she's like, you're not allowed. That's against the rules. And I'm like, but we were at dinner with the kids, which I shouldn't have been texting anyway, but we had just sat down. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Mm. Anyway, um, so you grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, grew up in Brooklyn. And you are the youngest of, of four. Th- three. Three? Four, of one youngest of four. I got three older sisters. Okay. Yeah. So you have three older. So that's yeah. why you love women. I yeah, think. I love right. women. Do you, did you love your mother? My mom's amazing. She My is. mom lives with me now. Oh, that's so... Yeah. Oh, Dante. Yes. What about is. your sisters? They can't live with her? She can't live with them? Well, my older, my middle sister just moved in with me because she's kind of a bum. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like a 62-year-old bum. Mm-hmm. And, and she never really prepared for anything. Right. And so she just moved in, but... So hey, now whatever. it's you, your sister, and your mother. Yeah, well, like, we have a the brownstone was like a sandstone, right? That white, which is yeah. the, the house that you came, Lauren yeah. came to the podcast. It's uh, my father passed away. I got a divorce, and I had was like pit stopping, right, at home till I got you know the, the right. divorce, and then my father had a stroke, and then I stayed and took care of my dad and my mom, and then my pop, my pops passed away, and then now I have the house and my mom. I take how many home. rooms and. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, it's big. Yeah, it's like three story. So oh, that's family. good. How yeah. many um, bathrooms? Uh, one on every floor. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I have one fucking bathroom. <laughs> anyway, um, but you went. Uh, you went. To, wait, are you? Are your sisters way older than you? Yeah. Well, one is one is actually uh, my mother's oldest daughter. The other one is my father's oldest daughter. Okay. And then I have a sister. A whole of your know. two parents. Yeah. yeah. She's three years older than me. Um, okay, so you went. You got accepted to where'd you go? Preschool, and then you I, got accepted. To I Brooklyn went to Saint Teresa's. Right. I went to Saint Teresa's, which was ended up being Holy Spirit it was a parochial right. school. Then I got went to Brooklyn Tech. Bro- Brooklyn Tech. I mean, yeah. that is a really hard school yeah, to get into. The, one of those tests. I actually, yeah. I actually qualified for Stuyvesant, but I didn't you did go. not. Yeah, but I didn't want to go. Oh, Ooh. Dante, you're brilliant. Yeah, I didn't want to go. St- uh, Stuyvesant is so. It's like you know those schools. My kids go to public school, but yeah. or one of them. Yeah, went. Stuyvesant, Bro- Bronx, Bronx Science, Tech, Brooklyn Science, Tech. Tech. Yeah. And uh, there's another one. No, it's just Stuyvesant, Stuyvesant, Brooklyn Tech, and uh, Bronx Science. Bronx Science. Three okay, of them. so you know, it, it's like you're not, everyone's smart. It's like you cannot yeah. stand out unless you're like you got to be you know, a genius, right? Yeah. So you get into Brooklyn Tech. Yeah. Um, no tattoos. No tattoos then. And 
you know, what was the student body like? Were you? It was a lot of Asian kids. Uh, all, yes. And Jews. random ra- Jews and random other people. Uh, people of color. Indians. And yeah, yeah. A lot of brown people. Right. Blacks, brown, okay. like that. Yeah. Now, you... So what the kids did something to you in the bathroom? No, I went to the, like what happens is I don't um, Westinghouse and some of the vacation. Oh yeah, they schools, have the yeah yeah. They used to sneak into the school. And, oh, they uh, did. They used to sneak into the school, and I that's went to, not happening I, anymore. No, I went to the bathroom yeah. and they tried to take a watch. For somebody tried to rob me from a watch. And, and these are kids. Just high school kids from another school. It's unbelievable. Okay. And then uh, I wouldn't give them my watch, and then they they stabbed me. <gasps> they tried to stab me in that. the face, <sighs> and I put my arm up, and the knife went in my arm. He's showing the scar. Yeah. Okay. Of and his did knife you have wound. any um, residual on his forearm? What do you mean? Residual. You know, do you have any stuff in your no, arm? No, no. Just it just went through the meat, and it was right. Any and, knife pieces? <laughs> and they. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't even funny, okay? Go. <laughs> and uh, and then I snuck. I got. I actually left school. Mm-hmm. I wrapped a t-shirt around it, and I didn't tell. You my didn't mom. go to the nurse or anything. No, I went home, and okay. I snuck home. Didn't tell my mother, and I went on the second floor. There was a bathroom we didn't use in the second right. floor, and I just. I didn't know how to. I didn't know first aid, so I just kept fighting this right. thing until I got the blood to stop. Right, and then my father went to World War Two. He was in World War Two. He had a. a he went to that really. Yeah, he, went, <laughs> he went to World War Two. Served. My father went to World went War Two too. <laughs> my grandpa went to World War Two. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they were friends. No, I know him. Um, he uh, and he took a a bayonet off a Nazi. Right. Oh, and he had it shit. under the bed. And uh, I knew he had it under the bed because anytime we'd hear a noise, he'd always pull, pull, pull it out. Pull the bayonet, you know? yeah. And uh, I took the bayonet, put it in my bag, and I went back to school. No way. And I was looking for these guys. Whoa. And? My father found the bayonet. It was sticking out the side of my bag. Okay, and he was you're like, really bad. What are you What are you doing? This? Right. And I was like, well... So I gave up the whole story because I was in trouble. Right. So, <laughs> and and uh, they transferred me from Brooklyn Tech and put me into to Catholic high school. Bishop your parents Lachlan. did? Yeah. Because yeah. Now, can you imagine what would have happened if you actually did the bayonet thing? Yeah, but you didn't have all the cameras. I probably would have got it away with it. You would not have gotten <laughs> I would have got away with it. Would no. you Are have you just... fucking kidding? Someone's like, there was a kid with a bayonet? This was like A 80s. bayonet. This was 80s. Who it, has a bayonet? People got away yeah. with shit in the 80s. Okay, and what were you planning on doing? Just stabbing I, or killing? Warriors. I would probably stabbed him. I would have stabbed him. I don't know. I mean, it was long. It's like, a, you know, a bayonet is like Two feet long. I know. So I didn't plan on killing them, but I didn't. I probably. Were you gonna just show it to them? No, nah, I would have. I would have stabbed them. Okay, I had a really well, bad tempo. I yeah, had a bad temper. Okay, now. But I was a good kid. I just and smart. But I just bad temper. So then you um, graduate. You have a fencing scholarship. Well, my dad uh, worked for the parks department. He that's how he got into youth work. Right. And he he had a friend of his who was actually supposed to go to the Olymp- the Olympics in, in fencing s- in fencing in sixties in saber right. And he knew because my dad was this guy. He just knew he was right. huge. He was only five two, but he right. had a huge personality. Right. He knew everybody. Right. And he was like, I want to I want to take you uh, fencing. fencing. I want you to learn fencing. And I was like, Yeah, I'm in. And. Uh, he took me to this guy who was supposed to go to the Olympics, and he popped his Achilles heel the year right. that he was supposed Ugh. to go. 
And then he just worked for Parks and Recreation mm-hmm. in the city, mm-hmm. and he taught uh, inner city kids mm-hmm. fencing. He actually had a kid that got the first bronze medal in the Olympics. No way! Yeah, this kid. Next you time. know, wow. fencing. A lot of a lot of Nantuckety type parents yeah. have their kids fence because it's really good to get into an Ivy League school. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's I, I got a scholarship. I got a half scholarship to where SUNY New Paltz. I know. Man, that's good. Yeah. So. Did you live up there? Yeah, I lived up there for. And you finished. No, I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what happened. I, uh, this is the Jew, Jewish mother. Say it again. Mm-hmm. Say it again. <laughs> Did you finish? No, I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. 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 So I... Uh... Well, I guess that's the end of the interview, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't finish college? All right, go I, ahead. I think I didn't finish college because my father was had such a huge personality. Right. You'll get this. Right. His personality was so huge that in at home... Nobody knew my name. Right. I was Whoa. my father. My last, my last father. My father's. My last name is Nero. Right. Everybody called my father Nero. He was like the. I don't know if you know the goat. You know who the goat is? Yeah, yeah. The goat is a Harlem guy who right, did right. basketball. My father was the goat of Brooklyn. Right. So I was his son, and everybody used was to was like, "Oh, you're you're just." They used to call me Little Nero. That's right. what they used to call. Right, me. and it's also you like you have. That's what like. Famous, really famous people yeah. and their kids and are so Douglas's fucked up. Son. Right? Yeah. Oh, he was nice. I loved yeah. him, but, but it was always like that's you're, you're in that shadow, right? I always, you know, I I I teach and um, solo performance, and Amy Stiller came to my class, oh. and I I said you have to write about because no one else can write this story right. about being the only non-famous person in your in family. Fam- right, right. Like everyone has, you know, some people have a famous. She yeah. literally is the only non, right, fa- right, you know how. Right. So yeah, it's bad. So and all my, right. my dad's kind of like he's like a Jewish mother, right? Like he's he was super overprotective, right? Um, my uncles, he had sixteen brothers and sisters. What? Uh, Condom. <laughs> my my, my aunt, yeah. my grandmother is uh, from Boston. She's mm-hmm. half white, half black. Mm-hmm. She's Irish mm-hmm. uh, and black. From Boston at a time when you couldn't be. Right, so of she, course not. She grew so up. she's really black Irish. <laughs> right, right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> I will be here all week. Tip your waitresses. Don't forget to use the side exit. I do kids' parties. Good night. Go ahead. And uh, so she grew up in, a, in, a, in an orphanage. Right. And my grandfather met her. He's from Antigua, from the West Indies. Right. He used to, he worked in the railroad. And he used to bootleg. Uh, he used to bootleg hooch from the, from Canada. That's how he took care of the. That's uh, unbelievable. And my my. And when he was so he was transporting the hooch. Yeah. And what, what year was this? Can when, I get a, uh, this is, well, my like dad 20s? was born 1920. Oh shit! And he's that's... the youngest of 16. Wow. And so it had to be 1860s, 18, well, they mean 1890s, 1880s. Yeah, all my grandparents were born in the 1800s. Yeah. My b- yeah. father was born in 1916. Wow. So and my mother, 1922. Yeah. My, dad's my dad's born in 1920. For 25 years. And he was yeah. the youngest of 16. Yeah. So wow, like he had, uh, he was the youngest boy of, of yeah. Six so all my say yeah. you're like yeah. me, and yeah. I say that on stage, and people are like, <laughs> yeah. but literally, yeah. my grandmother was born in 1896, and yeah. I, you know, I I was so close to her, and she died when I was 25, but I had 25 years right. of. A woman who old... couldn't even vote, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, till she was 24 years old, yeah. and just, you know, and it's funny because 
all everyone in my family write handwrites letters, you know. Yeah, my dad has an amazing penmanship. Yeah. His signature. And my my grandmother said, you have to work on your penmanship. Yeah. But I still, you know, my aunt just wrote and said her friend of hers got a, a, such a nice letter from mm. my sister, you know. And uh, and she said, you know, we all got this letter writing thing mm-hmm. from Granny. Because right. it's, it's amazing. Like, all that old-fashioned sure. stuff, it sure. totally stays with you. Sure. Sure. It's amazing, you know, and having parents who are from a completely different generation. Like my parents were not seventies, you know, smoking pot, yeah. drinking martinis. Yeah. You know, they. My mother was forty, almost forty-one. My father's almost forty-eight right. when I was born. So it was like a whole different, right. you know. My which, my father, he only, he had a uh, sixth grade education. Had mm-hmm. to quit and take care of the family. Right. They all worked, and he used to tell me how they used to uh, collect. Uh, tin foil, aluminum foil, right. and scrap for money, and they would go to the butchers and get the the yeah, yeah, baloney yeah. rinds and stuff right. like that. It was you know what? You could run for office just telling that. Just to, telling that story. You know, that's oh, all that's they true. fucking do. That's all they do. You know, my my grandfather was. Uh, <laughs> They'll call you baloney boy. Now I'm a fucking Republican asshole. <laughs> and I'm rich okay, and, shit, and right? I'm rich and white. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So, all right, so you do the fencing thing, you quit New Paltz like a very bad non-Jewish kid. Well, I, and d- that, I went to college more to get away from him than right. I did to go to college. Did you, so you're you're living under the shadow of yes. your father, like you don't know who you are. Yes. And, and my father ran these tournaments and so he had, every shirt in Brooklyn had Nero on it. Right, right. Right, because he named, naturally he named it after himself. Right. And even when I was in college, guys would come, I would go play basketball and guys would have his tournament shirts in co- like I right. couldn't escape him. It's amazing. It, so, and so now you have. When did you get your first tattoo? Like I'm thinking now that you had to do something to distinguish yourself. Well, first thing is I never told anybody my last name was Nero. My okay. nick, my nickname in college was Bear. You, you meant after you left. You yeah, had, after I, I left. Mean, you needed to go yeah, needed find to go. out who you were. Plus, I was yeah. a scared. I was a really scared kid right. because my father was like he worse than a Jewish man. He was like, "Don't go. You're gonna oh, put I, a coat on. This wear a scarf. You're right. Gonna, if you get sick, I'm the one that's gonna have to go. Oh, to Oh, my mother. Room. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I grew up. Uh, my house was five houses down from our grammar school. Five yeah. houses. So it took me. Three minutes to walk to school, four minutes. Okay. Anytime, I'm not kidding. Anytime there was like a tornado or like any kind of bad weather, anything, I'd be sitting in class and the loudspeaker, (laughs) Judith Gold, please come to the front office. Your mother is here to pick you up. Like the first person there. Because I'm gonna get blown away, like <laughs> like Dorothy, else. you know, <laughs> Judith go, and it was the worst. I'm like, no, I'm already like gigantic, and everyone yeah. picks on me, and now it's Judith go. <laughs> your mother is in the front office, please. <laughs> so, um, all right, so you go there to find out who My you are. My dad used to pick me. He used to leave work with his truck. Pick me up. I I went to school three blocks from my house. Uh huh. He used to pick me up with his truck. And then yell at me because I wouldn't wear the galoshes because she used to make me. Oh, wear the galoshes! <laughs> remember the rubbers? That the rubbers. The rubbers. That's what I had to wear. You remember? They oh, now. God. I saw someone wearing rubbers like a few months ago. Who I was like, that? "Are you kidding?" And it looks like they're, they have cool rubbers now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you know? Wait, Jared's. Do, did you do you know what a rubber is? Yeah, my sister's got metallic silver ones. 
For her penis or for her shoes? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the rubbers on the shoes. Yeah. Oh God, Jared. Anyway, yeah. all right. So I know. So what? You, what was the first thing you did to besides going to college and saying, do, you know, do not just say Dante? Well, when I, what was the first thing you did to separate yourself? And be your own person. Was it something well, like a tattoo? Or no, what, yeah, I, okay, what was it? First, I was I had to deal with my fear. Right. I was afraid of everything. I was mm-hmm. afraid of girls. I was mm-hmm. afraid of guys. I got. I remember fourth grade. I got mugged. Right. They took my mittens, my suede mittens, and my silver ring that a teacher. I had. A, I was like a teacher's. I was smart. So I had to, teachers love kids who are smart. They I know. They uh, are, let me just tell you what Mary Margaret Trimers did to me because that totally. <laughs> so. I'm, you know, first of all, for Halloween, did you go trick-or-treating? Of course. Yeah. So, um, my mother, she dresses me up as a uh, UNICEF box, okay? <laughs> Could there be a nerdier outfit, okay? Because my parents were older. Right, right. So, I'm like, Mom, this is... Anyway, and then um, I insisted, because we didn't have lunch boxes. It was paper bag. Like, right. they didn't... Right. None of that shit mattered to them. Right. So, I was like, can I please have a pumpkin please, to put my candy in? Because I used to just right, carry right. a pillowcase, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The pillowcases. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then you'd empty the pillowcase all over the living room floor right, sure. and, like, just fucking be on a sugar rush. Yeah. And then, you know... Trade with your night. friends. Yeah, so... What's your favorite candy? Halloween candy? You know, I'm really a... I'm a Jolly Rancher guy. Cherry I'm a Jolly Hershey. Ranchers. My father... I'm a Hershey's kind of. But my father used to buy, <laughs> buy Halloween Wait, candy. did he buy, like, root beer barrels? Oh, those are good. And oh, black no. jelly Goldenberg beans? peanut chews. Oh, those are disgusting. Right, so he would have a list. Like, he would buy bags and bags of candy, and he'd number them. One, two, three. This is, you pass this out first, this out second, this out third. And, like, he bought so much so he could have, like, bags four, five, and six to himself. But, you know, it was the worst because I hate, and I hated those fucking people that left the candy out on their porch or, like, yeah, you know, and then wouldn't would answer the it. phone. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't answer the door. I'm like, well, that is so lazy. And oh, you, you know some that. ass. All right. Oh, yeah. They what about when they give you pennies? Yeah, like, Fuck. <laughs> so or anyway, carrots. Um, so uh, Mary Margaret Charmers, uh, I'm trick or treating, and I and I made them buy me the pumpkin so right. I could put you know I wouldn't be carrying a fucking pillowcase, and uh, she pushes me down, and um, I get I, and like you know they used to pick on me, tease me, and so she pushes me on the ground, and then I get up and I'm like walking home, and I'm so upset, and I realize all my candy fell out of my pumpkin, and she stole it all. Oh. Fucking mirror, and she's like in jail now. Anyway, so go ahead. So Good you got her. mugged. I don't know what she does. I'm just. <laughs> but what? So all right. So she died ahead. of diabetes. So <laughs> they, so I I had this fear. I was afraid of everything. Right. And then I was about 13. And you look so fearless. That's and what's so. Cool. And I am now. Yeah. But I I realized that the fear is between fear exists between when the when you're posed with the opportunity. And the um, when you access the opportunity, right? And what you, space. how you, how you act right. upon, and mm-hmm. and the, the longer mm-hmm. you 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 wait to make the decision, the more the fear burns. Right, 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 right. Which paralyzes. Which is interesting because I was a big science guy. Right. It reminded me. You remember inertia? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So things at rest tend to stay at right. rest. Things in motion. Right. So it dawned on me 
that philosophically it's kind of the same thing. So that if when I'm confronted with the opportunity, if I take the opportunity right away, right, then you have no baggage with no, it. There's no anxiety yeah, yeah, to yeah. it because you don't let the. And so that's what I started doing. I was 13 years old. I transferred to the new school. Right. Um, they didn't know me. Right. And so they so were got a fresh start. They were yeah. t- tough guys. Right. And if a tough guy said something to me, I was scared to death, but I'd punch him in the face. Like wow. As soon, soon as he said something, I'd punch him in the face. And what happened? And then they would back down. I should have done that. And then it was like, it was, then it got to be like, I was the crazy guy. Right, right, right. But you knew inside you weren't the crazy guy. I wasn't the crazy guy, but I was the crazy guy. And I just, anything you, you, if you dared me to jump out a second floor window, by the time you said, I dare you, I was already out the window. Right. And so I never had that anxiety. And then I started to get off on the fact that everybody was like, Dante's crazy. Right, right, right. (laughs) And then I, and then after a while, what happens is when it's just like with comedy, you don't you you do it so much you don't have the feet like you don't get on like you know there was a time when you get on first get on stage. Oh yeah, and you're anxiety diarrhea. And now yeah. you don't. You now don't, I can't wait to right, get up like there. I just what? I just want to go up there and you know I can't. I love it. I love it. But okay, so when did you get your first tattoo? Uh, I was well. I had, I was in college. I. Um, I, I was living with a girl, and mm-hmm. I decided to do to strip. Like they were, I was in, I was a frat boy. I played the fraternity, mm-hmm. and, they, and they had which they, fraternity? I, Omega Sci Fi. Okay, it's the craziest. No one. Jews. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's the black. You know, it's a black letter. Right, right. You know how they was real serious. Right, right. So they had a, a, a strip show for where every Greek letter organization was represented. Right. Somebody backed out. They asked me. They knew. And that's they how had. you became a stripper? And then I started doing it in college. Yeah. And then I, when I got home, uh, I, I knew friends who were stripping. Right. Who I grew up with from the neighborhood. And then we did a gig in Atlantic City and I got my first tattoo. Wow. But the and tattoo did you, what wasn't your parents say to you I, nothing I was like me and my dad didn't get along well right because once my father was um, once you d- separated from him he he didn't like me right mm. we really didn't like me right like he was I didn't really realize that he, that you were an extension of him or uh, even he, that he was in competition with me right 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 so he, he spent his whole life telling me I want you to be bigger and stronger and faster and smarter and then when I became those things and he would tell me something and I wouldn't just do submit, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would question it, which is what he told me to do. Then he resented me. Right. And then he spent all of his time with all the youth in Brooklyn. Right, right. And I oh. didn't have any time with him at all. Right. Damn. And this happened at around 13. Wow. So I spent from 13 to, to college trying to get his approval. His, his approval. Yeah. And then when I realized that he was in competition with me right. and it bugged him when I got when I was successful, then I really, I used to be successful just right, right. to just to twist the knife with him. Now, you became a male stripper. Yeah. You uh, started an escort service. I started an escort service, yeah. Um, what else? I wrote this all down. I bounced. I fought yes, you underground bounced. fighting. Yeah, I what fought the... my money. Money. I, I, was, well, I started... I started and you studied MMA, too, right? Well, that I mean, it was underground pit fighting, which right. was... MMA the, before the, it was MMA. born right. from that. Yeah, right. So you were in the OG MMA. Right. Yeah, like I was. I used to fight in basements and parking lots right. and like like yeah. blood yeah. sport type yeah. shit like that for that. money. Yeah. So I got. I became like this this junkie for 
just challenging my pushing myself. Right. So somebody would say, "Look, I got three grand. You want to fight somebody?" I go, "Yeah." And they, they you don't want to know who it is. I don't care. Let's right. Do it. I just want the fucking money. Let's, and Did I want to fight. Did you ever do drugs? A lot of drugs or I anything? I wasn't a really. Dr- yeah. I, I didn't. I drank my first beer really when I was twenty nineteen. Wow. Wasn't You're a good boy. I didn't do. I smoked my first joint when I was 20, 20 and that wow. was because I had a toothache. I was trying to kill the toothache. Okay, let me just say something. Number one, I smoked weed way before you. When did you start smoking weed? My kids. Um, 15-ish? 15. Right. 16. I was 16. 16. I, got, 16. I, got, I was confronted with weed. But it was shitty weed. When I, you know, for <laughs> yeah, me, it, it was like same. oregano. I was confronted with weed in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I got the and good so shit. fourth grade is nine. Mm-hmm. So I went to a birthday party, and my father said, listen, and he used to always say, don't do drugs, don't do drugs. He would go, if they ever, if you ever do, he was such a Jewish right. mother. He said, if you, they ever try to you know, push drugs on you, just say you have an upset stomach right. that you feel like you're going to throw up and stand by the birthday cake. And he said, they will get you out of it. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. Right. Well, he said some right things. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I remember you. Yeah. No. What? Uh, yeah, I pass you notes no, so that you don't have to interrupt. The note is like 10 minutes. <laughs> no way. All right. In a minute. Anyway, I mean, I didn't even take my pills yet. So um, oh, I want to tell you about um, this, these clothes I got too recently. Oh, okay. Um, great. Anyway, uh, what kind of underwear do you wear? Uh, boxer briefs. Yes. Me too. Yeah, it's the best. It is the best. Most comfortable. Really? Mm-hmm. I wear jockey uh, French cut, and they're so hot. Oh, my God, no. You're doing it all wrong. I know. Be- um we're supposed. All right, let me just tell you guys something. We're, we have an advertiser, and we're trying to like organically talk. About <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me organically talk about this, though. But because- wait till the organic. Oh. I have to ask. <laughs> not you can to have say an organic orgasm. They, they, they no. This underwear has yeah. changed my phantom balls for life. No, it hasn't. Oh my god. It's so good. The boxer briefs, they... I told you I wanted to try them before you. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It, I'm, it's but for I boys. I know, but I, I don't know. But I they, mean, have, you they have, have t-shirts and stuff. Well, no, no, no. I want to go on the site with you because I think there is some stuff you'd like on there. And I think even you would like uh, uh, some of the undies. Like, they have different the styles stuff. and stuff. They yeah. have, like, these packs. Okay, I'm sorry. It's called Mac Weldon. All right? right. This is the company, MacWeldon.com. They use this, like, really nice jersey fabric it feels like blanky yeah, really all over soft. your skin. it's really soft like, all kinds of undershirts and yeah, underwears yeah. they sell these awesome like uh packs like yeah. starter packs uh-huh. and it's got a this this is what i it has a t-shirt and your choice of um whatever undies you want and right. a pair of socks that have this little cushiony bed at the bottom and right. it's like you're I want those. Uh, it's no, so awesome. and the well. Here's what they do. They it's like some. They, they also have a pride pack. Sorry, I'm really do? excited. They have a pride pack where they throw in a whole bunch of different styles of underwear, all different colors, and um, and they make their, some of their clothes with silver. This is the only wow. time I get to talk. Um, they make some of their uh, clothes with silver because silver is like a natural odor odorizer. Really? Yeah, you better yeah. do that. Oh, really? hey, you know what can I say? It's called Mac Weldon, and uh, with promo code Kill Me. <laughs> you can go to MacWeldon.com. Yeah, or, uh, or you can go to JudyGold.com slash Mac, M-A-C-K, and listeners get 20% off their entire order. But I have to tell you, they do like this thing where they, you know how like fabric is always rolled up yeah. and then they unroll it and make yeah. the thing? They make sure the fabric is unrolled for like so 18 hours yeah. before they cut it so yeah. it fits 
better. It's wow. not like the yeah. It's really good. It fits perfectly. It doesn't wrinkle. If you don't like it, they'll give you your money back. They'll they'll exchange awesome. it for you. They, you if even, you wear like an undershirt, it will stay tucked in. You don't even have to send it back. They'll just you know yeah. they're like all right. Get yeah. a pair of good underwear. When you get a pair of good underwear, I know. Oh, God. And this is the amazing. other thing. I I like sometimes. I, I'll wear like a Spanx or something mm-hmm. and it rolled. Like, you know how when it rolls sure. over your fat fucking sure, sure, stomach? Sure. I want to kill my... Anyway, this stuff has a no roll thing, but I uh, cannot stand when it rolls down yeah. and you feel like, oh my God, my yeah. underwear's falling off. I'm and you know, you could, off. you might want to get a couple things for um, Henry and Ben. It is a, it's a men's clothing line, but um, I don't know. It's, you know, as, well, a, as, now, a, as a dude with titties. Men's makes, clothing is fluid. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> Mac true. Mac Weldon, everyone. <laughs> Mac Weldon, go on uh, judygold.com slash Mac. Use code kill me. Use code kill me and you get 20% off. Yeah, I mean. 70%, over 70 Seventy-five percent of guys say it's better than anything else in their drawer. <laughs> anyway, so makes um, me feel like more of a. Can man. I just finish this story now? Yeah. All okay. Right. Are you going to go the Mac Weldon thing? Yes. I am. All right. Anyway, so, so um, good. now I forgot what we were talking. Oh, so I remember you. Yeah. In the Verizon truck. Yes. Now I you used to work on the Upper West Side. Yeah. And I would always see you, and we would just hang out and talk. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. And then I would, you know how it started though. I was a fan, and I was. Um, I'm sorry, dude. You, what did he say? You were going. Yeah. I, I, I always loved you, uh, and I was a big fan. And you finished your set. I watched your set, and then I, I was like, uh, "You need a ride, Judy." And then remember, we drove in my, yeah. my have a Tahoe. I used right. To and then I dropped you home, and we talked, and I was like picking your brain about comedy and and stuff like that. I was like a real student of it. You yeah, know? yours. It's it's fun. You really look. You did it. Yeah. I have to say you did it. You oh, did. Thank you. You did that it. You, a lot. you you separated from your father and yeah. and in such a way that you've tricked people in by the way. way you look. Oh yeah. You know, because they see you and they think they're getting one thing and they're getting something so the polar opposite. Yeah. And it's so refreshing. You know Thank what I mean? You. I that just is, I I I love it. I that love, means so much to me. No, it but it's absolutely true. And then you, you know, you did have the radio show with Patrice. Yeah. And you do get a lot of shit for the stuff you say about women. Yes. Now you do I know you love women sure. and respect women and sure. that you you know, three sisters and a mom. Sure, sure. Do you ever feel guilty talking like that? Well, here here's what it ultimately becomes. It's I think what happened with Patrice was a let's be honest. Patrice was not the most attractive person. He was a what? big dude and he was fat. Yeah, and so he had a bitterness right. for women that I didn't really have. Right, I never had a problem getting laid. Right, I had my first threesome when I was in when I was eighteen. I Before was, you even had a beer. Yeah, I wow. had my first threesome by right. accident. It right. was accident. And yeah, so, I. You know what? Oops. Often threesomes happen by accident. It, you know, <laughs> I just, can't tell you. I've had um, go with the flow. What, uh, uh, I can't even think of it. I've had group sex. You know, and it just <laughs> happened by like I'm in the subway, and then all of a sudden. Bam. Everyone is just boom. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Right on the platform. I love, this is, you know. Yeah, the, give me your yeah, third yeah, rail, yeah, baby. You know, there's, a, there's a part of this that that I think we're missing. Now, my mom, she was she's like the angel, but she's such a sweet, right, sweet right, lady. Right, right, right. 
Um, and she used to babysit kids. Right. Like, that was her job. They right. used to come in our house, and like, sometimes right. 10, 12 kids. Right. She would even get them, like, right after the hospital where they right. were just on, on formula. And so she did that even before I was born. And so I used to, ha- I, when I was 11, I used to hang out with older kids that she had raised. Right. So I was 11, they were 17 and 18 and so on. And she trusted them because she raised them, but mm-hmm. you can never trust a 16, 17, 18 year old kid. Cause right, right, right. So I used to go, they lived around the corner from me and they all watched pornography, smoked weed, drank beer and, uh, and, just watch porn all day. Right. And they always, so I was 11 and they were like, listen, let me tell you something. If you don't eat your girl's pussy, she can be taken. And oh was, my God. And I was like that 11. That is so lesbianic. I was, okay. I was, I was 11. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in fourth grade, fifth grade, trying to talk some little girl in oh, the email. Oh out, my right? God. Because they're, you know, and right. that's was, what you think is, yeah. That was my reference, and my dad was old school because, so he didn't. I didn't have a right. Like I got a, a talk with, with him at seventeen. I, I lost, never got a talk. I w- I'm. I lost my virginity. I was eleven. What? I was eleven years old. How was it? Uh, it horrible, right? Well, not, I mean, I don't even really know how it was because all I had was pornography in my head. Right, right, right. And so I, I now. So do you think that that has tainted your? view of romantic sex No, versus, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, um, you know, when, then when I became a stripper, then I did, was just like, I was like, a, you know how men objectify women. Right. You I were would, objectified. Right, so I could just, I could tell her, meet me outside and she would... You know, I I have a deaf, like, I, I Patrice was funny. Yeah, and, he was a beast. And I didn't agree with a lot sure. but he was funny you know yeah. and I can I respect him for that but uh, you know and his anti-woman stuff quote unquote right you know I feel like it, I have I'm not I love men right. I am a lesbian but I love men I love right. my father I love my kids I have a definitely an, an inner anger for the entitled male especially okay. the entitled white male right that comes from, you know, watching, me- like, that's my rage right. and mm-hmm. anger, like, the un- injustice right. of that. Sure, sure. And so his injustice came from a place that is so vastly, it's the same sort of feeling. Yeah, yeah. But it's less palatable on so many levels. Well, yeah, I mean, and, I don't think he was as likable. Right, either. that's what I mean. So he was right. abrasive right. and funny, and he, and I think he liked the fact that you didn't like him, but he could still make you laugh. Right, 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 like, right. And so, that's that is so. When you think about it, when difficult. comedians go make people laugh because they want to be loved sure, and appreciated, sure, and sure. here's someone who's like, I don't care if you like me, but I care if you laugh. Right. And it's and he was really a sweet guy. I like, know. Like he would throw a barbecue and spend three grand right, on right. steaks and shrimps right. and invite everybody. Up. Right. Sure, he'd shit on everybody when right. he got there. But he would. He was, and he'd be right. cooking all day. Right. I mean, he was really. And I think he really loved women. I think he resented the fact that women didn't love, love him, him the way he wanted to be in loved the, in the in the beginning. Right. Of his his up. So I didn't really have but that. But that's I had that too. Yeah. I mean, I was always this big. I'm large. Right. You know, it's really. Right hard to look different and yeah. so yeah it's 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 unbelievable that's why I love the way you look that yeah. you look so much 
it's just it's it's a be- it's so beautiful that you Thank are because you so you're much. like 100% human and, being. and you know it, even the stuff that I say is, is a lot of it is for entertainment value right. but the fundamentals of it I really believe Truth. it Truth. so it's like even when Lauren came on like Lauren's like a dude Lauren is a dude yeah, I mean she's a, so it's not like when I talk to her she's a he she's a he <laughs> when I talk we talk when we kick it it's just like I'm talking to a dude right so it's but there are that's the same with me which is why it's frustrating it's but like there's talking a, to my but kids. there is a there is a and here's the reason why right. I want the I had Lauren on because I wanted to dis- make the distinguish not just between male and female but masculine and feminine, feminine. which is happens in lesbian relationships right. as well may yeah. I, may my, I? wait uh, can I just say one thing so sure. I don't forget my my partner Elise is a therapist uh-huh. and she and I've read a lot about this believes that people with you know like the really butchy woman and yeah. the very feminine people with assigned gender roles like mm-hmm. I'm the male-ish you know, on right. the female-ish, have better relationships because right. their roles are clearly defined. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I think that um, I think that people are born naturally with more of a masculine energy or a feminine energy, and I think that those two energies are magnetic. I think that that's why oftentimes you look at straight couples; it'll be either the woman that quote wears the pants or the man, but one will definitely be more feminine and more masculine. It's the same with gay couples. Um, you usually don't have two people, no matter what right, orientation but, but they here's, are. Here's what I think. That the are prob- both really masculine the, or both really feminine. But gender identity and sexual and who you're attracted to are completely but right. separate. But those two things are also separate from right. feminine energy and right. masculine, okay. from femininity and masculinity. I could be the most feminine person in the no, world. I could be. <laughs> cock crazy, wear dresses and heels. I'm still a dude. That's still right. my gender. Here, here's something that I kind Maybe of just, I'm just, gay. And, Maybe and I'm like, feminine. Because I was like, you know, but like as a guy, you keep track of how many women you slept with, right? right? Well, I stopped keep counting at 32, right? When I was 32 years oh, old. Humble okay. brag. Right. So I stopped counting at 132. I, count, I, count, I stopped counting when I was 32 sure. years old. Yeah. At 32, I was at 1,400 women. What? At, because, Are you fucking kidding me? But it and was you have no STDs. No, I mean, I had chlamydia and I had chlamydia oh, twice. God. But I know. Ne- I mean, I now just, I gotta get checked, Dante. <laughs> Ooh, but it was a, it that. was a it was a you know like you're talking about you know like eighties nineties. Uh, I remember. That's uh, what you you fucked. Yeah, I know. I didn't you know? fuck. That's the difference. I I just wrote jokes and went on the road. But, but I, and it's not like I brag about that. It's just the fact that because no, that I was, was a, your experience. I, I was a yeah. Spi- I was a stripper. And because I was objectified, and when you're a woman and you're objectified, you learn to say no. When you're a guy and then you're thrusted into oh, you the have state, to you say, say yes. yes. You, everything is yes. Or you're gay. Right. You know? And I've had that where women right. that I didn't want to sleep with, they would go, what, are you gay? And I... It's like, no, yeah. I don't want to sleep with you. I just don't you. like you. Wait, you know? um, did you ever sleep with a guy or do anything with no, a guy? No, never. Never. Me neither. Um, <laughs> oh, shut up. Uh, it's the first time for anything. Oh, my God, I'm getting... <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Paul. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Now, we have to, before, we have to cover certain things. Okay, okay. um, But I, 
I find you. I want you to come back because I come love back. you, and I want to do yours. I want you to do mine. All right, because I think when, when you were just this is my last. Yeah. So you you got you were married for how long? I was about seven years. Seven, seven years. Year, yeah. Did you ever cheat? Yeah, I did cheat. How many times? <sighs> Probably the whole. Thing. Does she know? Uh, kind of. Okay, so maybe what, not the magnitude. But when you were cheating, yeah. Was there any feeling? Did you still love your wife? Yes, absolutely. It was a different thing. She was the thing. woman that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And do you, how do you feel? What is your what is your view of men cheating? Like I I understand that most men cheat, right? And a lot of gay guys I know cheat too. Well, they they are just. Honest open about relationships. It. They're open about it. Right, They're like, right. I love you. You are my partner forever, but we can have sex but with other people. I gotta people. fuck that guy. Um, so, was there ever any emotional attachment, like with your wife, to these other women? What do you mean? The uh, well, here's the thing. My my wife initially liked girls too, right? And so we used to do threesomes. Wait, what's her name? <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> Wayne Little. Oh, I knew it. Remember when we? Ha- no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. She she we ran a train on her. <laughs> she we, was on the train with us. Yeah. All right, go ahead. she was she was into women too, and so she used to bring right, women, women home. Oh, okay. And that's and then so there was kind of always kind right. of this kind of multiple thing when I met her. She was in a relationship with a girl, like full blown. Like they used to wear right. hats, dress right. up like each other, like right. that kind of femme. Right. And that's why feminine and feminine doesn't right. last. Exactly. So, so, and they brought me in, like to spice up their relationship. Right. And I ended up Falling. sleeping with both of them. Right. And they broke up, and I was sleeping with both of them outside of that. Right. And then I stopped sleeping with one, and I ended up marrying my my wife. How was that wedding? Uh, we just went to the Justice of Peace. Yeah, that's, uh, we I were like together. That. We were together. Right. And I just felt like this is the woman. I, like, how am I going right. to not be with her? Right, right, right. I always say, I use it like it's the like she was my couch. Right. Like, it just was, how that can was I not? That was your comfort. Yeah. How can I not That was have your soulmate. Yeah. Right. So, um, what pisses you off? Um, more than anything. Like, what is where you, like, Here, Here's the thing. It's funny, because I, um... With like all the police brutality and being mm-hmm. a black man and and looking the way I look, right? I not so much now because I'm older, but I used to get my car tossed for drugs twice a month. Ugh. Without so there's um, things that I've experienced, racial things, police brutality stuff. Not it's I've just never... unbelievable. Like my my son Henry, yeah, his roommate and his best friend is DeAndre. And I asked, I said, DeAndre, do you get, like, he's the greatest guy. Yeah. Like, who fucking, you know? Uh, DeAndre and, would be of color. Yeah, we know. Oh, that. right. We know. Deand- that, anyway, so. <laughs> oh, that's my job, Dante. I mean, Mike, we, I don't even, I don't, I know, and it's so awful, but I'm like, do you get your, do you get your um, backpack? Yep, all the time. Here's why you I know. I see white you get kids it. who are fucking so scary, yeah. you know, and yet. I am I, I, like his. His is crazy. White guys have are four times more likely to have drugs on them. Right. Black guys are nine times more likely to be frisked and pulled over. Of and, course, and right. So here's here's what's interesting. There's a whole dichotomy of this. Like for instance, prior to 
uh, Ronald Reagan, that douchebag, and him and the war on drugs. Well, supposedly. he did really well with AIDS too, as well. Yeah, right. Reagan. Exactly. One hundred eighty thousand people Dead. died. He because couldn't he, even fucking say the until word until Rock Hudson, right. his boy, died, right, right. and then he then yeah. he turned. So, he, so the yeah. fact that they talk about him like he's a god, he's a piece of garbage. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. So, but. Uh, the war on drugs prior to the war on drugs 80% of all the people were in prison mm-hmm. were white 20% were brown people but that was because there's more white people in America than there are black people right. 16% black right. the rest white right. so um so it just would stand the reason that because blacks and whites create they do crimes at the same rate right after the war on drugs it instantly in the course of three to four years right it changed 80% black uh, and fifteen percent right. other, right. and on top of that, the 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 prison compound went from three hundred thousand, three hundred fifty thousand people right. to two million, right? In the course of so it oh, quint- I know quintupled. We have more people in jail than any other place in the world. But here's here's the thing. This is the same thing. If you know anything history about this stuff, Jim Crow. Right. The Jim Crow era was a way to keep people slaves right. even after they, they freed right, the slaves. Right. 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 The the prison complex, the mass incarceration is is just another form of form Jim of Crow. Jim Crow. Because right. here's what happens: you have black people. You 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 take. You take eighty percent of all the people, who, right? Eighty percent of two million, two million people, right? And you lock them in prison. The minute now, here's here's what happens: you get arrested, you get pulled over, where so you get a tail light or whatever, right, right, right. A cop can give you a desk appearance. They don't have to book you and right, take you I in. Know, yes, but what they do is they antagonize you. And then they arrest you. Right. Then you don't put your arm behind your back quick enough. Now you've resisted arrest. Right. Now they rough you up. Now you fight back. Now you've assaulted a police officer. Right, right. Like the Sandra Bland thing. So now it becomes a a taillight becomes or or a right turn becomes... A, a, f- right. a felony. Right. Now, once you become, if you look at constitutionally, when you become a felony, Constitution says that you are a slave of the state. Right. And you can't vote. You can't vote. You, you're biased against in residency, right. employment, and so, right. so you become this subculture right. that that you can't do anything so you can't even act upon the system right that to change it it's right. all planned all part of the plan it's all planned it's, it's all, i know but I, here's the thing that gets me white males keep saying well you don't want to get locked up don't do crimes Get a you job. Don't, you don't want to. But there's so many white collar fucking crimes. I can't even believe these people so at these the, banks. It's like, ugh. And I get it. I get it. If you, if, if police, I, there's a, I gotta, I'll send you this clip too. Uh, there's a guy, Baltimore police. Is it gonna go viral? It probably yeah. not. Well, that's how viral videos are good, though, right? Yeah, They're showing yeah. us this shit. Right. But there's a Baltimore police. He he worked through the police department right. to get his master's degree, and he left, and then he blew the right. whistle. Basically, what he said was he was he in. in in the, in the police force, it's us against them. Right. Them, me, and black males, right. sixteen to twenty-five. Right. He goes. He got trans. He would. He lived in uh, in Connecticut, but right. so he got moved. He wanted to get moved. He was in working in urban right. areas. He got moved to a rich white neighborhood. Right. And he goes. Uh, now I'm policing this area. Right. But I still have to have arrests. But I'm not going to arrest some white kid whose father's a judge. Well, of course not. not. Right. So then he would go out of district to the urban areas, lock up kids, and then 
put the paperwork in in his district because when when a police officer is officer is talking to you and and this is how I, at least black people look at it if they're talking to you they're trying to get an arrest right mm-hmm. because their rank and their pay is it's based, based on it's based on getting arrested so they're not looking to help you they're talking to you so that you incriminate yourself right right so, and what about that defense all right we have to go because we're so late but what about that defense of the I I'm the the privilege defense where the kid didn't know remember the, he didn't the know kid and he was drunk driving he caused oh, he didn't mur- know what, what yeah, yeah well, he, he's, he's he, true I, he lives in a bubble so he right. doesn't yeah he doesn't that's know. fucking fine well that's ridiculous well the thing that bugs me more than anything is mm-hmm. I get that as as a white man you don't experience that but just because you don't experience it doesn't mean it doesn't, it doesn't exist. exist. Right? Like you can't. Well, now you've experienced it, and here are the repercussions. Right. And that's the thing. And this is why uh, gay people and and Jews and you get it because <laughs> they get it because Dead. they have that. They they experienced that. All the uh, women the and, wi- and women. The, I know. Oh, it's, 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 and, but the, the fact that you, you get people that say, oh, these savages, these, but right. th- what, what's interesting is this is the same thing that they were saying during the Reconstruction period, right, during right, right. Jim Crow. Dude, and, and I had, a, I had, a, um, I had a, an argument with this guy, Gavin McGinnis. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know, he's mm-hmm. kind of a right-wing dude or mm-hmm. whatever. And I said, you know what's interesting? I said, you were wrong. I said, white men were wrong about the Native Americans and... The, and their mm-hmm. land. You were wrong about the the railroads and the Chinese. Mm-hmm. You were wrong about the internment cam, camps right. of Japanese. You were wrong about slavery. You were wrong about Jim Crow. You were wrong about the abuse of uh, the abuse of blacks in mm-hmm. the 80s, the police abuse around right. the Giuliani time. I go, you were wrong about the FHA loans and mm-hmm. the VA loans. Right. I go, and now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, in 2015, you're right. Right. You have never been right in the course of history. Right. What your opinion is, you're wrong about women's rights. Right. And everything else, you're wrong about gay rights. Right. You're always wrong. Right. So how how do you think, if you're a gambling man and you vote, vote on, a, you bet on a guy who's been wrong out throughout history, how about just giving somebody the benefit of right. the doubt? Right, right. It is, it's infuriating. Yeah. That is definitely kill me now. That was a really good kill me now moment. Yeah, literally. And I fucking I get a it. Lot of and ways. you forgot the Jews, but it's I, fine. No, no, no I'm saying because we were treated like shit. Sure, oh, we, they please. came that St. Louis, the the ship that came over, Absolutely. and that Franklin sent Absol- it back, and all those well, Jews died. How about this? The Americans didn't oh, they didn't enter the the World War Two till late. Yeah, they I didn't know. Late. May I? May I? May I? Sure. Another call back to viral videos. Okay, and then World we War have to. Go, go. Right. It's only because reporters started going over there and sending pictures and video over, and that right. started That's going viral. Said. That's what I so, said. I said if we had this kind of technology, it it uh-huh. the world would be so fucking different. Double edge sword. If you're sword wrong, double. If bayonet. If you're bayonet. wrong, all the time in history, you have never been right about anything. Right. You know, when Wallace stood in front of the school and said, this nigga right. will never come into school right. over my dead body, you were wrong again. But this time, in 2015, when all, you're right. Now you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, now you're all, It's yeah. fucking yeah. absurd. Yeah, wake up. Wake right. up, everybody. Wake we the fuck up. We ask everyone this question before they leave the Kill Me Now podcast. Okay. Are you on any antidepressants? What medications are you on? Uh, Not nothing. the fun ones. Nothing. 
I told you! I'll take it. I told you! We had a bet. I said Dante doesn't take anything. And I said I he he may not. I said he may take pills for his his knee. Because yeah, I know I, you just I had take, surgery. Okay, I, I won, Lauren. But that's it. Yeah. I won, Lauren. You, you always killer. win, Judy. Now, this is the first time I've ever done You're the this. wiener. Really? I am taking my pills. On what do you air. Take? Okay, so everybody, there's you. there's an orange one. There's a okay, little white so, round one. Um, here I we have go. bottles and bottles one. of gambapentin if you need it. <laughs> oh, I have that too. Okay. It's all right. That's for my there's knee surgery. A, a smooth. So, can you egg like? There's one. an orange one here. That's methylfolate. And it's what's a that for? it's a vitamin slash. I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> um, I, it's it's a vitamin kind okay. of thing. This is D3, which is also a vitamin. Okay. This is biotin. Uh, oh, no, this is B12, and this is biotin for your hair and okay. your skin and nails. What's that blue uh, one? I want to know I'm what that is. I'm coming. I'm <laughs> coming. This is a naproxen uh, uh, for my knee for anti-inflammatory. Okay. You want the blue one? No, mm. no, no. What is it? I the want blue the blue one. The blue one is Welbutrin. Very, a small dose What's of that, like, uh, anti uh, anti whatever depressant anxiety. Okay. Methylfolate for all the listeners out there is another word for folic acid. Yes, folic acid. Okay. Uh, this is progesterone, uh, which is I'm on the patch um, okay. because of menopause and stuff. Yeah, which yeah. I'm start. I it's I got so fat. Mm. So you have the patch, the estrogen patch, and then you have to take progesterone to your hormones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then this, my friend, is Ritalin. Really? And Ritalin, I have very bad ADD. I have been lowering my dosage of Ritalin because mm-hmm. it does make me hyper. And I do love that high from mm. getting the, but mm. I'm, I'm only taking half now. Mm. And that's that's just my daily. That's the that's morning. That's my morning. Do you take a lot of, let's be honest, there's a lot of vitamins in there. Yeah, that's but that and then at night I have the um, trazodone to sleep, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Paxil. You don't do you do yoga? Um, I do. I meditate a lot, right? Which is why I think I'm able to now get off the Ritalin. You ever try um, yoga? Like, yeah, I have a knee replacement, mm. um, and the other one needs to replace. But um, Lauren gave me this video, and I do this yeah, this yoga, whatever stuff. I can do. But I spin. I yeah. I am very active. Yeah. Um, I used to run, but yeah, I suffer. I have suffered my whole life from yeah. de- like debilitating anxiety. I want you to try that DDP yoga. If anyone listening has ever tried DDP yoga, you I have it. it? Yeah. Do you do? You, yeah, I do it. I do, do it. is it? It's awesome. I, but it's I, it's we, high mm. static tension. Yes, just through, from go. movement to movement. You're you you stay in full tension. As you're yeah, moving, yeah, I'm always in full tension. <laughs> That's, That's true. The problem, and it's 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 like a hell of a workout because it's static. It's good for people with surgeries and things, right? Yeah. Like with well, that's you know you that's what that? they they what, how they got um what do you call it um what's the uh, I can't even think of the exercise uh, uh Pilates 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 yes was, yes I, I do Pilates from, too yes uh, uh people in service right. used to do that for as recovery. That makes sense. That's where it came All right, from. That's really great. Anyway, Dante. Yeah. We have so much more to talk Let's about. Come, I'll come back. I love it. All right. It. And can I come on yours? Yes. Absolutely. Face? You can tell, I come on your face? No. Absolutely. You do that too. <laughs> I like a little squirt. I deserve it. Yeah, I'm a mother. <laughs> a milk. Uh, which means you fucked. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I didn't fuck. It's I called sure. artificial insemination. Yeah, you fucked though. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. When? You, All right, you when fucked I was, your partner. Yeah. 
whatever. I did have sex with a guy. <laughs> but in college. it's I hated it. Anyway, um, Dante, uh, what are your things again? Uh, you can hit me on Twitter at Dante Nero. You can check out my podcast uh, at beigephillip.com. You can check me out Dante Nero. I come and um, I, I I'm on. Uh, I had eight, eight episodes of Blacklist. On the oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, fuck you. I'm on episode 156 of the Beige <laughs> Phillips Show. Yes, if you, you would like to, yeah. tell and me I'll to be on to episode whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna. Beige. We're gonna definitely. Right. You know, I want you on. I love, I love you. you to death. Um, thank you so much. Thank you for having you're me. You're the best. No, you're, you're the, the best. best. I love you mm-hmm. much. I do. Am I? Mm-hmm. Am I? Am I the best? No. Oh. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.